Welcome, welcome to New Covenant Worship Center. We are live here in the building, amen, giving God the glory and the praise, amen. Thank God for you all joining us this morning on Facebook, on YouTube. We want to welcome you all, amen, into the service on today. Listen, I need you to like, share, and comment on this blessed rainy day, amen. We give God praise for the rain, amen. It's good, amen, to saturate the ground, amen, and wash away some of the things in the earth, amen, that need to be washed away, amen. So we're just grateful and thankful, amen to be in the house of the Lord on today. So listen, I need you to saturate the atmosphere in your home, right where you're at in your living room, and begin to let someone know that we're on the air. Come on, those of y'all in the building, let's give the Lord a hand praise and if you can stand to your feet as we offer up prayer this morning, as we bless his name, as we magnify him on today. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning, God, to give you all the praise, God. Lord, we come to tell you thank you on today, Father God. Lord, thank you, Lord, for your love, for your grace, for your kindness on today, Father God. Lord, thank you for your peace on today, Father God. And Lord, we just come, Lord, to bless your holy name on today, Father God. Lord, we come to lift you up, Father God. We come to magnify your holy name on today, Father God. And we come to tell you thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for another opportunity, God, to come into your presence, Father. God. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us, for watching over us, Father God. Thank you for life and activities of our limbs on today, Father God. Thank you for strengthening our body on today, Father God. And Lord, we just come, Lord, to lift you up on today, God. We come to exalt you as King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Father God. We come to magnify and bless your name on today, Father God. And Lord, we thank you that, Lord, you are welcome in this place this morning, Father God. You are welcome, God, to fill this place, Father God, to move freely by your strength on today, Father God, that you will anoint God, that you will saturate God, that you will touch God, that you will build up on today, Father God, that you will release the power of your Holy Spirit on today, Father God, that your anointing will flow, God, that your glory will reign like never before, Father God, bring forth healing today, Father God, bring forth deliverance on today, Father God, bring forth salvation on today, Father God, that the power of your word will be made manifest in this place, God. And Lord, we just decree miracles on today, God. We decree signs and wonders right now in the name of Jesus, God. That the power of your anointing, God, will be made will reign in this place on today, God. And we decree blessings on today, Father God. We decree created miracles on today, Father God. That signs and wonders, God, shall follow the believer on today, Father God. And Lord, we was asked you to saturate this atmosphere, Father God. That it will be conducive for praise on today, Father God. That worship will be made manifest, Father God, and that the word of God will go forth with power in your anointing on today, Father God. Lord, remove burdens on today, God. Destroy yokes on today, Father God, that the power of your Holy Spirit, God, shall move freely in this place on today, God. We call forth your blessings on today, God, that you're allowing us, God, to move forward in your anointing, God, that you're using us for your kingdom on today, Father God, that we are servants and vessels, God, ready to be used by you on today, Father God. And Lord, we surrender to you on today, God. That Lord, you may have your way in this place, Father God. That Lord, we welcome you, Father God. We welcome your power, God, to touch on today, God. To deliver on today, Father God. And Lord, we come up against every assignment of the enemy on today, God. Lord, every spirit that comes to distract, God. Every spirit, God, that comes to take us off focus, God. We begin to bind its power on today, Father God. And we decree the power of your word, God. We decree the power of your anointing, God, that, Lord, you will move freely in this place.
it so today, God, that, Lord, we're going to yield to your instructions, God, that we yield it to the Holy Spirit on today, God, that, Lord, we will be obedient unto you on today, God, but you said if we be willing and obedient, God, we shall eat the good of the land on today, Father God. And we just release that anointing, God. We release that praise in this place on today, God. As we lift you up on today, God. As we come to magnify you, Father God. For you are worthy of all the praise, God. You are worthy of all the honor on today, Father God. And Lord, we just love you, Father. We just praise you, Father. We adore you, Father. We lift you up in this place, Father. But you are worthy to be praised, God. Come on and bless the name of the Lord in this place. Come on and make a joyful for noise unto the Lord. Come on and lift up his name, for his name is greatly to be praised. For there is no other name where men shall be saved, but by the name of Jesus Christ. And God, we come to magnify you and lift you up in this place. Oh God, we love you, we praise you, we adore you. Come on, let's bless the name of the Lord as the sound begins to come. Oh, there's a praise in the house. I dare you to begin to lift him up and exalt him this morning. I dare you to get out of yourself and just begin to worship him and praise him. For he is due our praise. He is due our worship because the glory belongs to him. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, as the sound begins to magnify him this morning. Hallelujah, Jesus. We are you, Jesus.
Come on, give the Lord a hand praise. Uh-huh. I don't know about you, but that feels good, amen. To bless the name of the Lord, amen. Oh God, we give you glory today, God. Amen. We may you all may be seated in his presence if you can, amen. But we thank God for praise and worship. Thank God for his anointing. Thank God for his presence that dwells here. Amen. For his glory and his mercy endureth forever. Amen. Amen. Give yourself a hand, praise. You look good this morning. Amen. You made it through the rain. Amen. You said, you know what? I'm going to get to the house of the Lord. Amen. And give God some praise. So it's a blessing. Amen. To see each and every one of you all here in the building on today. God bless you, Brother Jeremy. And we just thank God for another Sunday, amen, for this fourth Sunday in the month of July, amen, that God has graced us and kept us, amen. And so we're just going to continue to move forward in blessing God and honoring God and giving God the glory. So we're going to move forward in our tithes and offering this morning. So those of you all who are watching online, it's our time to give, amen. Come on, give God a hand praise for giving on this morning. Amen. Those of y'all who are watching online, you can go to our website and go to, uh, what's our website? www.newcovncwc.com. Amen. Click the Give tab. Amen. www.newcovncwc.com. Click the Give tab. You can give towards your tithes and offering. Amen. Toward benevolence, toward our debt freedom seed. Amen. As the Lord leads you to sow on this morning. Those of you all who are who have easy time, you can if you don't have it, download the app. That's the easiest and best way, man, to keep track of your giving and your offering, amen. To sow your seed, just go to Easy Time app, download the app, look for New Covenant Worship Center, Joliet, Illinois, amen, and you'll have access, put your information in, and you can give and sow, amen. Those of you all who still use the United States Postal Service, amen, you can mail your seed to 2423 Glenwood Avenue, Joliet, Illinois, 60435, amen. If you need an envelope in the building, amen, please raise your hand. Brother Terrence has you covered, amen. If you need an envelope, please raise your hand and Brother Terrence will take care of you, amen. Hallelujah. Ace, don't be making that noise. We can see you without him. Uh Uh-huh, talking to you. He gonna look around. I see you, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. You. You, Ace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep it down. <laughs> it's all good. I thank God for babies. Amen. I'm telling you. Thank God for life. Amen. Babies are our chance. Amen. To continue on. Amen. To live and to have an opportunity for those to do the work of the Lord. Amen. Pray we raise our children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Amen. Thank you all for joining our conference call on yesterday, amen, as we continue to uh, move forward in our vision for our debt freedom seed, amen. Thank God for everybody that continues to support and give toward that vision, amen. We appreciate it, amen, and God has continued to, to bless and continue to make way for us, amen. We thank God for being gainfully employed, amen, and God continues to sustain our places of employment, those of you all who are working. Those of y'all who have businesses, thank God, they're still thriving, amen, that you receive an increase and overflow. We thank God for supplying and meeting all of our needs, amen. For God is faithful unto us. 
have your tithes and offering ready and you're ready to give, amen. Please receive from the rear to the front and sow your seed. sown on today, God. We pray that you will bless those that gave on today, Father God, that, Lord, they will experience overflow, increase, and 100-fold return, God. Those that may not have had it to give, we pray that you will allow them to be blessed to give on next time, Father, and we just release blessings, God, increase favor over every seed that was sown, Father, that it will bring forth increase, overflow, God, and it will return a 100-fold return on today, God, and we pray that it will continue to be used for the work of the ministry and for the building of your kingdom, and it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. All right, amen. Do we have our announcements ready for this morning, amen? Come on, Sister Robin is here, amen. Good to see her in the building. Come on, Sister Robin, with our announcements. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, New Covenant. Good morning. Um, I'd just like to welcome you guys out to New Covenant Worship Center. And if you don't remember anything else, and Everything we go through, no matter it's good, bad, it don't feel good, Amen. we always have to give God praise. Yes. Yes. Because our praise is what's going to make us get through. Yes. We have to praise. Yes. My job just went through a merger and baby, I have quit every day. <laughs> every day. 33 years I have quit every day but God because see they come in with all this new stuff and they gonna be like, my mind don't even retain stuff like it did at 20 but God because what the devil had planned God already has worked that situation out because I know y'all want me to walk out and say I ain't gonna get it but guess what I'm gonna Him all praise. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so y'all remember nothing else, remember that. Here's our announcements. I get my glasses off, because like I said, things don't work like they did before. <laughs> Come on, sister. Come on. Okay, Tuesday from 8 p.m. is men's prayer on the conference line. Wednesday is corporate fast, juice, water, and a small salad. A small salad. Not Mr. Sub, a small salad. Okay. <laughs> Thursday is Bible study at 6 p.m. Saturday is um, the movement ministry, and it starts at 7. And people should come on, and I should just not see Pastor out there walking by herself, and Brother Ryan, and yeah. Mm -hmm. Sunday school is 9 a.m. And you can see Minister Oliver for the Zoom link. Sunday morning worship service, and it starts at 10 a.m. July 30th is the Learn Chicago Footwork to Help Local Food Banks at the Wheel Work for Food fundraiser. Yeah. And there's this, the cat. You can cash app, um, food work, dollar sign, work for food on site in Joliet. And Pete, oh, what is that name? You can go to uh, Eventbrite to search for Will Work. Now, can we stand our feet, please? Yeah. All right, without further ado, I bring to you this awesome man of God. Always answer his phone when I'm calling with my drama. Apostle Jonathan. Amen. Amen. God is good. Amen. You all may be seated in his presence, amen. <laughs> Listen, she know I don't get tired of her drama, amen. She know I be up, amen. We up at 6 o'clock, 5.30 in the morning. She'll text and tell me, pray, because she's ready to leave today, you know. <laughs> but amen. But thank God for grace. I'm telling you, um, that's what's so amazing. I believe that um, as we continue to move forward and, and growing in the things of God, um, as we walk this walk, the things that we learn, the things that we uh, begin to get from the word of God and from his presence prepares us for life. And if we will begin to apply the things that we uh, gain knowledge of and wisdom in, it will help us and strengthen us so that we'll yes. be able to go forth when there are challenges, when there are difficulties, when there are you know, adjustments that have to be made outside of what we're used to or normal our normal routine. So that's what's a blessing, amen. When we get the word of God and when we're in his presence and when we're in prayer, we can handle that, amen. And so I want to give a, a quick shout out to the children's ministry, amen. Thank God for Minister Eric and Minister Dorian, amen. Yeah. The children's ministry went out to see minions on yesterday, amen. So thank God for our young people, amen. I believe that's Caleb, uh, Naomi, uh, Minister Suzette's granddaughter. I think uh, Minister Dorian's God uh, baby, uh, Ashton, Angel, and Jade, amen. So we thank God for our youth that went out on yesterday. I know they had an awesome time fellowshipping and hanging out together, amen, outside of church, amen, and seeing the minions, amen. I know it was well worth it and very entertaining, amen. We went to see Nope later on that night. Amen. Amen. It was all right. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
We give God the glory. Don't let me just turn you. Amen. Go ahead on and spend your 1175 and get your own information. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm going to dig right into this word on this morning. Amen. Uh, I'm excited about what God is doing through this word. Um, and I believe that it's so tangible um, for things that we're gaining in this series for us to be able to apply to our life and apply to different situations that we're dealing with. Um, so we are in part four of this series, Want to Be Starting Something. So this comes from that Michael Jackson song, Amen, Want to Be Starting Something. Too high to get over, too low to get under, stuck in the middle, Amen. And sometimes when you're going through that phase and that up in that space, you know, it becomes difficult. It becomes challenging when you're starting something. Just as Sister Robin shared, she's starting something new because there's a new, regi a new regime that has come in. There's a new ownership and, and there are changes and adjustments that have to be made. And a lot of times, you know, it, it's hard to make those adjustments when you've been accustomed to something for so long and you have to now come into compliance for what they desire at this new level, amen? And sometimes we don't see it and understand it in the beginning, amen? But you know what? We have to go through the process. And in order for us to go through that process, I believe that um, Nehemiah has shown us some great examples and how he started this process of going forth to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. He started this thing through prayer, through fasting, and seeking God. And if we would maintain that focus and maintain that strategy, I believe that we'll be successful in whatever we're starting, whatever we're going into that's new in our life. Because it's not just about whether you're starting a business. You can be starting and going into marriage. You can be starting going into a new home, going into a, a new car, a new job. Whatever that thing may be, you're starting something. You may go and be going into parenthood, somebody who's never been a parent. That's something new that's going on in your life that you're starting. And we have to be focused to know that, you know what, I'm going to gain the wisdom and knowledge of God so that I'll be able to handle the things that are going to come along in this process. Because whatever you start, there are going to be challenges along the way. Nothing is without adversity. Let me say that again. Nothing is without adversity. Why? Because the scripture tells us that as long as you're in this world, you're going to have trials and tribulations. But Jesus has given us the encouragement to say that he has already overcome the world. And so he's given us the ability to be able to handle it and stand through it. If we be in position to yield to the Holy Spirit, yield to his word and follow his instructions. And see, that's the key is following God's instructions for what he wants us to do in the timing and the space when the thing happens. Because we have to be prepared. Now, the thing of it is, you can't go into this thing unprepared. That's why Nehemiah prayed and fasted and sought the Lord previous and before he was getting ready to go into building that God was preparing him because he knew that it was going to happen. He knew that he was going to allow Nehemiah to go forth and to start something that he had never done before, to start something he had never experienced before. And you would look at that thing and say, you know what? I'm not equipped for this. I don't have the talent for this. I don't have the skill set. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the understanding but if you would take the time and to begin to seek God and then do your natural work and to begin to study to show thyself approved or what may neither not, not be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth or whatever it is on your job rightly learning the rules and rightly learning and discerning the strategies that are necessary for you to be successful it will help you along the way. Amen. But what we do is we turn away from it because it becomes a challenge and we give up prematurely. And so that's the enemy's tactic. He wants to wear you down. And as we see throughout the story of Nehemiah, he comes to try to wear you down. 
Because yeah. he, because these enemies raised up Sanballat, Tobiah, and all these people begin to come in to come against him and to try to detour him from the plan that God had placed in his heart to do. And so what Nehemiah has done, he has developed a strategy that every time they come at me, my weapon is to go into prayer. Every time they try to discourage me, my weapon is to go and to seek God. And so you have to begin to change your weaponry because the enemy wants you to respond according to the flesh. He wants you to get into the carnal and start cussing them out, start murmuring and complaining, start talking about, listen, I ain't going to do that. That ain't my job. That's not what I'm supposed to do. That ain't in my assignment. And so you get frustrated. Oh, my God. I'm talking to somebody this morning. It might be three people online that can be a witness to it. So, so what happens is you get frustrated and as soon as frustration sets in, you get, you get deterred and you would say, you know what, this is too much. I don't, I, I, I don't have to deal with this. I don't want to have to go through this. And so you got to be in a position to say that I'm going to persevere and I'm going to endure because once I go through the process, I know that the finished product, I know that the thing at the end is going to bless me. I know that it's going to be beneficial to me. I know that it's going to build up my character. It's going to build up my strength. It's going to give me the power to endure because guess what? If you win that battle, another battle is around the corner. So you have to understand that I'm constantly in a fight, but if I if I get to the place to prepare myself and to choose my weapons wisely, I don't have to give up. I don't have to give in and throw in the towel. I don't have to get frustrated and give up. But you know what? My focus and my my my, my perception is stayed on Jesus, and that's what begins to help me. So today we're going to paraphrase some of what Nehemiah was doing in chapter five, and then we're going to go into chapter six. But if you're going to start something, Nehemiah, you're going to have to make sacrifices more than the people that's on your team. Right. Oh, yeah. See, you, you, you're going to miss it. If you've been chosen to be the leader of the group, you're going to bear the weight of the responsibility and it's going to seem like it's unequally yoked. It's going to seem like the scales are unbalanced, but if you've been called to be the leader of the group, it's already necessary that you carry a greater burden of the load because you've been chosen to be the leader of the group. So this is why you have to be careful when they make you team captain. You may want the team captain because they put the C on your particular chest and they put the thing on you, but when it comes down to something going wrong, they come looking for the team captain first. And so you got to be willing to now take the brunt of the particular things that's going to come at you because you've been chosen to be the leader. And so Nehemiah was in a position where he was able to bear the brunt of the various things that were coming at him. And people were talking about him. People were down in his assignment. They were talking about his team as we last learned last week. They became discouraged. But Nehemiah was strong in his faith. He said, do not be afraid of them. That we're going to pick up our natural weapons and we're going to watch by night and we're going to work during the day. We're going to watch and work. Watch and work because why? God has given him strategy in order to win the victory. And so because of his tenacity, because of his zeal, because of his hunger, because of his faithfulness, God positioned him in order to succeed in what he started. But along the way, he had to make some sacrifices. So once again, in chapter 5, people were complaining about some things they had to do. They had to sell their, uh, they were selling their children in order to make it. They had sold their land in order to make it. Some people who had came into, into Jerusalem after this particular captivity. And so Nehemiah, he began to encourage them. 
He began to let them know that I've made sacrifices to do what needs to be done. And I didn't ask the governor or the people for any of the allowance that was allocated to me. I did this thing out of my own work. Out of, I mean, out of my own pocket. I made the sacrifice for the people. Because when you're in a position of leadership, you got to be willing to make some sacrifices that other people may not be willing to make. And that's what's going to now separate the wheat from the tares. That's what's going to separate the average from the great. Amen. So you got to be willing to know that i got to make some sacrifices. Let me read a little bit of this in chapter 5. Then we go on to chapter 6. Because I want you to see the sacrifice that that's made. So if you're going to start something, be mindful that you're going to have to sacrifice a greater level of what you're doing because you're the leader of the team. Because you're the one that has started the business. You're the owner. A lot of people get in the place and say, I want to own my own business. No, you don't. Right. You really don't. You're looking at the residual of it. But I see, I work with business owners all the time. And so one of the, one of the, young, one of the, um, the store owners at my, on my route, he owns a store. He's been having a store for almost 30 years. And, and you're dealing with the public on a day-to-day -day basis. See, I want you to gather pictures because people think it's easy. He owns a store. Okay, he, he does good. The store does well. He makes money. He's taking care of his family. He's, he raises kids, grandkids, everything. He's doing well. He's okay. But when you're dealing with the public and people come in with attitudes every day, people come in with issues and they rushing you because they late for the, they got up late for uh, catching their bus and they say, hurry up, I'm trying to catch my bus. And, and they come in there, they 25 cents short, 50 cents short. Can I go? Can you, can you, can I be back? I'm going to be back tomorrow. I come in here every day. And you have to stop that thing and you can't give because you give away a quarter every time somebody came in, you would be on the losing side. And so you have to set up standards and you have to deal with people coming in with all these agendas. And he always said, he said, why would you come in here? You know you don't have no money. When you wait, when you get ready to go into the store, you already you go in with the intent. If you're going to purchase something, you know you got the money to buy it. If you don't have the money to buy it, you don't go into the store. That's just where it is. You're not gonna see me at the Bentley dealership. I just graduated to the Infinity dealership. Why would I go into the Bentley dealership and that's not my level? I don't have the pockets for that right now. That's not my. That's not where I'm at. So I ain't even walking in there. I'm not even going to test drive this thing. Why would I waste your time? Come on. Come on. So all the complaining and frustrating, and he gets tired. And so now he's made the decision. He said, I'm closing on Sunday. He said, I got to get one day off. Because why? He's working from 7 o'clock in the morning when the store opens till the store closes at 6 o'clock. So are you ready to work 11-hour days, 7 days a week? Because you want to own your own business? See, a lot of people, they, they don't want to look at the full picture of it because they're looking at the residual. Yeah. It takes dedication, hard work, commitment, because he's the owner. you got to put in more time. And I can't hire a lot of people because once I, that's the problem. He said, if I hire some people, he said, they're not going to be willing to work. And they're going to do half stuff. And they're going to be calling off. Then I, if I do plan, i got a day off. And then they call off. Now i got to come in. So you done messed up my day off because now i got to fill in because I ain't got nobody else to fill in because I'm the owner. Because the owner takes up more responsibility. So I said, that's good. Take your day off a rest. That's good. Close on Sunday. You, 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 he already knows we're going to be okay because he's ready to get rid of the business. Because mm -hmm. he's at that age and at that stage. Mm -hmm. But you got to be willing to know there's sacrifices made. So I'm sharing that because, listen, what Nehemiah had to sacrifice because of his commitment level to the assignment. Look at Nehemiah 5. This is just a little bit I'm going to share, but we're going mainly in chapter 6 today. <coughs> is this all right so far? Yeah. Amen. So Nehemiah chapter 5 in the New Living Translation, I'm going to read at verse 16. He says, I also devoted myself to working on the wall and refused to acquire any land. 
and I required all my servants to spend time working on the wall. I asked for nothing, even though I regularly fed 150 Jewish officials at my table, besides all the visitors from other lands. The provisions I paid for each day included one ox, six choice sheep or goats, and a large number of poultry. And every 10 days, we needed a large supply of all kinds of wine. He said, yet I refused to claim the governor's food allowance because the people already carry a heavy burden. This man was sacrificing in order to get the thing done. He was willing to give out of his resources, out of his surplus, to take care of the needs of the people. And he said, I don't want to be a more of a burden on the people and to go and ask them and use the governor's allowance that was allocated to me. He said, I'm trying to alleviate some of that pressure because I know what they're dealing with. I know what they're going through. So he's representing a, a, a great leader. He's representing someone that understands what it takes in order to succeed. Because why? I have started these people on this journey. They volunteered when I asked them to come. So I have a responsibility to try to help them so that they can help me and we can finish the process and then look at this look at the last verse in verse 19 this is what he says this is why I love God I love the way Nehemiah operates he says remember oh my God all that I have done for these people and bless me for it notice because he was doing it as unto the Lord and see when you do it as unto the Lord you know that your blessing and your harvest is coming from him and so when you're doing it as unto the Lord, God will begin to move and he'll begin to bless and he'll begin to open up those doors for you. So he reminded God, he said, remember, oh my God, all that I have done for these people and bless me for it. It's okay to ask God to bless you for you knowing that you've done the things out of the right heart. For you knowing that you have done the things out of the right spirit. And God will bless you for it. And you would ask him and you would seek him and stay the course and know that what I'm doing is as unto the Lord. Amen? Amen. So now, let's go to chapter 6. Oh my God. I love this. So now, chapter 6, let's look at verse 1. I'm going to read it to you because I want you to get the full gist of this. Is that all right? Yeah. It says, Sanballat, Tobiah, Geshem, the Arab, and the rest of our enemies. Listen to that. The rest of our enemies. Not just them three. The rest of them found out that I had finished rebuilding the wall and that no gaps remained. Mm -hmm. Though we had not yet set up the doors and the gates. So Sanballat, Geshem, sent a message asking me to meet them at one of the villages in the plain of Ono. But I realized they were plotting to harm me. Now, this is where you have to be in a place that if you're going to start something, you got to have discernment. You got to be able to discern the spirits of people and the intent of the heart of people who are around you, who seem as though they may have good intention, but you have to look underneath the surface and to dig a little deeper and find out what are your intentions behind you inviting me to this particular meeting? What are your intentions on inviting me to this particular setting? Why do you want me here? And so he realized they were plotting to harm me, so I replied by sending this message to them. I am in engaged in a great work so I can't come he said why should I stop working to come and meet with you listen just because the person has a certain status that may seem to be higher than yours it does not necessarily mean that you got to say yes to the meeting y'all missing this thing because you will get caught up in the popularity because the supervisor the CEO the CFO wants to meet with you and you say oh man they call me in there I'm going to meet the CFO but you may not realize and understand that might be the very one that's plotting against you that might be the very one that's trying to set up for your demise and so 
so you have to have discernment. And so he said, why should I stop working to come and meet with you? Why should I come down from the good work that I'm doing in order to meet with you? He said he realized that they were not having his best interest at heart and he had the confidence and the boldness to say no. So what am I saying? When you're starting something, you got to have the boldness to say no to some things that come your way because everything is not good for you just because it seems like it's good for you. Oh my God, I'm teaching way better than y'all shouting this morning. Now, this is the thing you have to recognize. The enemy doesn't give up. He's persistent. The enemy does not give up. But we, on the other hand, we got God on our side. We got the whole host of heaven working for us. And when as soon as the smallest thing come against us, we're ready to give up. It was raining this morning. The snow was coming. It was cold. It was too hot. And the air ain't going to be on. And the heat going to be this. And that. You know, we make all these different excuses for what goes on in life. And so you got to be willing to now set up and be tenacious enough to say, you know what, I'm going to go beyond what I'm feeling and I'm going to get into the place to let my enemies know you're not going to distract me and you're not going to pull me away from my assignment. Listen at verse four, four times they sent the same message. What? So you mean to tell me they came with the same message four times in order to think that they were weighing me down because they were trying to wear him down and get him. You know how your kids are. Go ahead on. Baby, them kids will wear you down. Mama, please. Mama, please. It's mama, 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 mama. My friend leaving for, keep leaving out of state and I got to go to this party, mama. Mama, mama, please, mama. I got to go, mama. Mama, I, I, he going to be gone. And this is my best buddy. We hang out all the time. Mama, please, please, mama, mama, let me go. Mama, I, I promise you, I'm, 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 I just want to go for a little while. Mama, mama, please, please, mama, let me go. Mama, please, mama, 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 let me go. Please, please, mama, mama, mama. And every time you say no, you can't go. No, you can't go. And then, mama, mama, please, but you just don't understand, mama, mama, I got to go. Mama, 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 please. Mama, I'll do whatever you tell me to do for the rest of my life. Mama, 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 please, mama, please. I, I promise you, I keep my room clean, mama. Mama, I promise you, mama, I promise Mama, 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 mama. And then, mama say, get out my face and go. Go ahead. Because you work in my nerves because you keep on asking me the same thing over and over again. Oh, my God. I don't know, I think I got some witness in here because some of us have been in that place where we have been the child and now you've been the parent, amen? Where you experienced the same thing you gave to your mama, amen? And now you have to tell your children, listen, go head on because you're wearing me down, amen? So four times they sent the same message and each time I gave the same reply. Listen, you have to set a standard. Listen, you got to stand your ground. Listen, you got to be committed to what you made a decision to do. And then listen, verse five, the fifth time, Sanballat's servant came with an open letter in his hand, and this is what it said. There is a rumor among the surrounding nations, and Geshem tells me it is true that you and the Jews are planning to rebel, and that is why you are building the wall. According to his report, you plan to be their king. He also reports that you have appointed prophets in Jerusalem to proclaim about you. Look, there is a king in Judah. He said, you can, you can be very sure that this report will get back to the king, so I suggest that you come and talk it over with me. Now, here comes somebody just, just adding more lies, adding more false truths, adding more things to this, to saying what Nehemiah is plotting and planning to do. And this is nowhere near the intent of his heart. And in verse 8, listen to what he says. I replied, there is no truth in any part of your story. You are making up the whole thing. 
Listen, you got to be bold enough to tell some people, listen, you're, you're a lie. Point blank, period. That's a lie. Now, you, you, because if the enemy going to bring you the lie, you got to be bold enough to tell them, this is a lie. This is not the truth. This is not, this is not it. And we have to be bold enough in that because what the enemy does, he intimidates us where we now cower down and we back down at his tactic. And here he is. He's bold enough to bring it. You should be bold enough to tell him. Negro. Tell him. Hold on. This, this a lie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, you? Uh-huh. So Nehemiah said, this is no truth in any part of your story. You're making the whole thing up. So look at verse 9. It's, it's going to get gooder and gooder. They were just trying to intimidate us, imagining that they could discourage us and stop the work. Yes. Now, now this is what you got to do. He said, so I continue to work with even greater determination. Yes. See, when they start lying on you, that should be the fuel and the fire that will keep you motivated and keep you going. Because how do you make a liar into a liar? You tell the truth and you make them out of a lie by doing the exact opposite of what they said was a lie. So you got to be in a position to say, you know what? I'm going to be determined. I'm going to finish this race. I'm going to finish this assignment. I'm going to go right ahead. Just like she said, I was many days, I was ready to quit every day. But if I got to go in the break room and shed a few tears and get myself together, I'm determined that you're not going to run me out. I'm going to leave on my own Nehemiah was had greater determination. So if you're going to start something, when the enemy comes at you, you have to have the determination to stay the course. Have the determination to stay the course. Have the determination to stay the course. Don't give up prematurely. Don't be threatened by their threats. Because it's intimidation factor. That's what the enemy does. The enemy just, what does he do? Huff and puff. I'm going to blow your house down. Huff and puff. He's intimidating. He tries to get you in the trap. So listen. Oh my God, this stuff gets good. We, we, we only do it in chapter 6 and we're going to close the thing out. Listen. It says, later I went to visit Shemaiah, son of Deliah, and got a grandson of Mehebel, who had continued to his home, who, who was confined to his home. He said, let us meet together inside the temple of God and bolt the doors shut. Your enemies are coming to kill you tonight. But I replied, should someone in my position run from danger? Should someone in my position enter the temple to save his life? No, I won't do it. Listen at this, verse 12. Let me read it. It's good. I realized that God had not spoken to him, but that he uttered this prophecy. Y'all, the enemy always tries to validate because they come with a title. The prophet said, oh, y'all got to be careful what the prophet said. Oh my God. He said, listen, I realized that God had not spoken to him, but that he uttered this prophecy against me because Tobiah and Sambalot had did what? Hired him. Oh my God, my God. Listen, listen to me. Let me encourage you. Let me give you some wisdom. Let me give you some understanding. Just because they come with the suit, the tie, the robe, and the collar, and they say that they anointed, they got prophet in front of their name, apostle and pastor. If you don't have some discernment, the Bible says try the spirit by the spirit. And you got to be able to recognize what they're telling you. Is it true or is this false? Is this real or is this fake? And you got to be able to look beyond the flash of the outer and see the inner man and find out, are they plotting against me? Are they trying to trap me up? Are they trying to lure me into something? 
not my portion. I don't receive it. That's not my portion. Because Nehemiah said, I realize that God had not spoken to him, but that he uttered this prophecy against me. Because listen, he said his enemies hired him. So you got to find out what's your background, where you come from. How you find out about what I'm doing? Who sent you, boo? Who sent you? Who are you working for? Because you got to realize that people are plotting and scheming against you behind the scenes, trying to make your name come to shame, trying to tear down your integrity, trying to tear down your character. They're trying to make your business seem like it's not real. They are. I love God. He just brought this back to my remembrance because it's a good example of how the enemy plots against you. Yeah. Don't worry, we're gonna stay on task. We don't course. It's only 11 on 3. You got time. Listen. Go ahead, it's good. One of my friends I went to high school with, she lives in, in, in the Missouri area. Her and her husband, they open up a restaurant. They sell uh, you know, fish, ribs, different kind of sandwiches, different things, chicken, all kind of different stuff. It's a nice restaurant. So when I get to Missouri one day, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna come visit the restaurant. Because when they open up, Great reviews, people love the food, everything. So one day, an owner from another restaurant comes into the store. He buys lunch, sits at the table, eats the food, picks over different things, gets up and leaves the mess. And but before he leaves, he begins to say some things uh, to the people, uh, derogatory and negative about the business. And then he goes to try to write a negative review on under their particular review section online and in this particular local newspaper in the area. So his he was trying to come in and because now this particular business was taking customers from him. But let me help you understand something. That if somebody has a taste and this is what they like, you can't change them. You can't make them come in. If they choose to patronize her business versus yours, and then you know what? That means I need to step my game up and begin to get to the next level to keep up with the competition that has come into the neighborhood. This is why every fast food restaurant now has a chicken sandwich after Popeye's stop. I mean, every restaurant you go to, everybody got a chicken sandwich now. KFC got a chicken sandwich. You know, you know, everybody round is, you know, whatever. Culver's got a chicken sandwich. You know, folks, people that sell Chinese food, chicken sandwich. What? Came here to get an egg roll, not a chicken sandwich. What's wrong with you? Everybody got a chicken. Because they saw the popularity that it drew and they tried to now imitate and gain customers because they wanted my menu to look like Popeye's menu because I want to give them the option so they don't have to go to Popeye's. But let me tell you something, baby. Popeye's ain't lost no business from their chicken sandwiches just because you got one. People are going to buy what they like and buy what they want. And at the end of the day, when that young man had came in and tried to bring forth some negative derogatory comments against her business, she's still thriving. Listen to this, she hadn't had to close for like two months because her daughter was traveling with basketball. She was sacrificed for a family. And I said, listen, I gave her word. I said, if you don't have to, don't close. I said, because she had so much momentum. She said, I hear you and I understand, but I have to because I don't have anybody else to handle the business. And when she opened back up, business still thriving. Why? Because God has set her in motion and God had given her the vision. God had blessed her and she had the determination and the tenacity to keep moving forward. So here, when the people come and prophesy against you, Nehemiah said, listen, I don't believe that. Because you've been sent by somebody. <laughs> let's, let's go. We, we almost had to finish this. He said, they were hoping to intimidate me and make me sin. What? All right. 
they were coming to intimidate him to make him sin. So how would he sin? He would sin and he would believe that and give up. Believe that and go to the meeting when he know that God already told him that's not what God said. See, you gotta be, you gotta stand on what God has told you. God told you not to go, and then you go. Now you're in sin. Because God, you, you said God said not for you to go, and then you know, now you go, now you get into a place of sin. He said, then they will be able to accuse and discredit me. Oh my God. So look at verse 14. We're almost there. He said, Remember, oh my God, all the evil things that Tobiah and Sambalai have done. And remember, Nodiah, the prophet, and all the prophets like her who have tried to intimidate me. Jesus. So listen, this wasn't the only person that came with some false words. This is not some other only prophets that came to try to tell him things to lure him into traps. Because you got to understand something. This is how the enemy plays. Yes. Let me help you. Nehemiah honored authority because he was the cupbearer to the king. So because he honored authority, the enemy will come in and bring forth authority because he knows that he honors authority. And so he will try to trap him to say, because he is submissive, because he understands he honors authority, he may have thought, the enemy thought that he may have fallen for the trap because the prophets came. Because they came with the title prophet and he honors authority and position. He thought that was going to lure him into believing the lie. But you got to understand something. God has given me discernment because if I've been living this thing and I've been the cupbearer to the king, baby, I done had to have some time. I had to pray, had to discern because every time I'm taking a chance at, at tasting this cup and whether he go, I'm going to be poisoned and lay down and be sick because or if I'm, I'm in, a, in a place of protecting the king. So he had discernment. He had a prayer life. So you got to understand that and realize that I'm not going to fall for the trap because you send somebody with a title. Oh, y'all missing this thing. Because just because they put a title in front of it don't mean that that word is bond. Oh, y'all. That's what the enemy does to bring you to a place of confusion and bring you to get into the trap to be seduced in by the lies and the people that come dressed as sheep in wolf's clothing. Dressed as sheep, but they actually wolves. So listen, we can ready to close it out. Verse 16. I mean, verse 15. So on October 2nd, the wall was finished. Just 52 days after we had begun. When our enemies and the surrounding nations heard about it, they were frightened and humiliated. They were frightened at the same frightened and humiliated at the same time. Because they were afraid to say, you know what? How did they do this in such a short amount of time? And then they were humiliated because they were at a place where they thought that it wasn't going to happen. But they had to realize, they realized this work had been done with the help of our God. So I'm here to let you know that whatever you started, if you would include God in your plans, if you would include God in your plans and everything that you're doing, God will give you the pathway to success. He'll give you the pathway to endure the hardships. He'll give you the pathway in order to get through those challenges, get through the people lying on you, talking about you, sending false words and sending false messages against you. And God will give you discernment. He'll give you wisdom. He'll give you strategy on how to stand and make it through the assignment. So don't allow the enemy to come in and to talk you out of your blessing. Don't allow the enemy to come in to allow you to give up prematurely and miss out on how God wants to bless you. How God wants to bring you increase. How God wants to favor you. If you would just stay the course. If you would stay focused in on the things of God. If you would just believe his report and not believe the report of men. You gotta have faith in God's word. And he said that he is not the son of man that he should lie. Nor the son of man that he shall repent. If he said it, if he He's going to make good on it, baby. And I believe the report of the Lord on today. I'm not going to take down for what God has spoken to me. There were many opportunities when I wanted to give up. There were many times when 
God. You work for me. You don't work for them. And you got to understand that God will give you the strength to be able to endure some things. You got to go through some stuff. So now I can encourage other leaders, other people that baby, if you're going to stand in this thing, you got to be able to endure the pressure. You got to be able to endure the hardness. Because just because it looked like glitter now, baby, it ain't always been this way. You got to understand that there is fire that you have to go through. Because that thing is not going to come out as pure gold unless it's tried by the fire. And I'm encouraging you today that if you would go through the fire and stand, you're going to come out as pure gold. So don't give up prematurely. Don't give up because the people lying on you. Don't give up because of the messages that keep coming. Oh, Jesus. You know how much stuff that I had to not respond to because people were saying stuff and I just had to keep my mouth shut. I had to, that was my weapon of warfare. That if you would just be quiet, silence speaks more words than sometimes opening your mouth. And some of us need to study to be quiet. Oh my God. Study to be quiet. Oh, that's, that's what the scripture says. Study to be quiet. Because it's hard to be quiet when you're at the edge and at the verge of wanting to release all you got on your mind. Because they keep pushing your buttons. They keep poking at you. They keep poking at you. They keep pushing at you. You say, I got to give a piece of my mind. Baby, hold that piece. And that might be the last piece you got. You don't want to lose it right now. Don't lose it on them. It ain't worth it. Hold your tongue. Hold your peace. And let the Lord fight your battles. That's what Nehemiah has done. He allowed God to fight his battle. He allowed God to stand. He allowed God to do the work. And I thank God that God will begin to allow us to get to that place. And God will give us the strength and the wisdom. Say, you know what, God? I'm going to work this thing. Because you've given me what I need. You've given me the tools and the, and the information. And, and you've given it to me. I'm going to work it. I thank God for Deacon Jerry because a few months ago he found one of his deliverance books that he had told me about on his shelf and he picked it back up and was reading it and he didn't know the, the warfare that was going to come up later down the line but the Lord had brought him to a place to prepare him for what was to come. He didn't see it. He didn't know it was coming but God had already put it in him to remind him of his weapon and put it into action. Yeah. And he had been praying and praying and interceding and just praying and praying and interceding. And God was showing forth that that thing he had put on the inside was in operation. He said he was praying for some things for three hours. Why? Because I got to go through this warfare. I got to go through this fight. And see, sometimes you don't understand what people are dealing with behind the scenes. Why? And I found this out. Somebody told me, this. he said, well, you know what? The people that know some stuff we want to do, he said, well, you carry it well. See, you don't understand. You will carry it well. See, it's, it's, it was so many times he came, he was, hip was hurting, but he had no cane. But even when he had his cane, he was at home on his walker, but he came to church on his cane, and he was still in the same type of pain as he needed to walk, but he said, I'm just going to walk on the cane. Why? Because I'm going to do this thing, because somebody's watching, as he shared a testimony. I watched the way you walk through your pain, and you begin to keep moving and keep going. See, sometimes you got to understand, you don't know who's watching you. You don't know who's encouraged by your life. You don't know who's encouraged by your strength and by your tenacity and your willpower not to give up <laughs> and so we thank God that God has given us not only examples in the word of God but he's given us natural examples right here in our faces that we can see that you know what somebody else they've gone through it somebody else they went through the challenge somebody else went through that and they stood and they overcame so if God gave them the strength to do it I can go through it God, you're going to bless me through it. Come on. Yeah. 
I know it's not going to be easy, but God, I, I know you're faithful. I know you're not a respected person. That's the type of heart and tenacity you got to have. Be like Nehemiah. See the assignment through. And you got to realize, and think about this. It took them 52 days to complete the wall. 52 days of torment, though. The enemy coming at you every day. Because he don't give up. He don't take days off. That joker don't take days off. And you want to pray once a, once a month. And there's 29 days that joker hitting you, coming at you. And you wonder why you're tired. You wonder why you don't have the zeal. You wonder why you don't have the energy to move forward and keep going. Because you he, he, he praying against you 29 days and you're only one day praying. What kind of, that's an unbalanced warfare. Yeah. You're going to be exhausted because he's wearing you down. Yeah. I'm trying to make it plain for you today. I'm trying to help you get to the next level. And get you to the place of being encouraged. Every day I believe Nehemiah and his team and his people. They were praying. They were interceding. They were fasting. Why? Because that's what it tells us. He said it. Every time they came I'm praying. I'm interceding. For 52 days you had to stand on the wall. Because the enemy don't take no days off baby. He on his assignment. Trying to get you to give up. So we got to walk by faith and not by sight. Yes. And we got to believe like never before. Yes. Amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise. So we give God praise. Um, I thank God for the word. Thank God for this series. I want to be starting something. And how God just gives us encouragement. Amen think that it's encouraging that we be able to find the things in the word of God that's going to help us and build us up because everything that we are in need of is in the word of God and, and God will give us that strategy he'll give us the strength he'll give us the wisdom and the insight but we have to be intentional we have to be intentional about fellowshipping with God and, and being in his presence and getting the things that we need to equip us so that we will stand and so that we will be able to endure the process and go through the journey, amen, and, and see it to the end of the thing, amen. So so I'm encouraging you, whatever God has placed at your hands to start, whatever he's uh, uh, done in your life, um, be committed to that thing and, and see it to the end and see God work it out, see God move that thing into fruition so you don't have to give up you don't have to quit amen you can make it amen, amen. you can make it so i thank god uh for each and every one of you all listen um i want to pray real quick and i'm just gonna pray for healing i, I want to pray for healing because a lot of people are dealing with sickness in their body and um we're believing god for supernatural miracles concerning some people in their body and their health amen and uh, we want to just pray and believe God for healing. And um, we're going to get ready to leave down from this place. Amen? Amen. So those of y'all who can, if you, if, you, if you need healing or if you know somebody that needs healing, if you want to stand in the gap for them, um, we're going to pray and just believe God for that healing. Those of y'all who are watching online, just begin to stand where you're at. If you're in need of healing, if you know somebody that's in need of healing, you can stand in the gap for them. Because I believe God is supernaturally able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. And that God will manifest miracles for us. All we have to do is stand in agreement and believe his word. 
Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for your word today, God. I thank you for your anointing, God. I thank you, Lord, for the wisdom and the grace that you bestowed upon your people on today, God. I thank you, Lord, that you're bringing forth the power of healing to the body of those who are dealing with sickness, illness, and disease in their body. We bind the hand of affliction today, Father God. We ask you to lift the burden and the weight of the sin, of the pain, of the sickness, of the pain that has attached itself to their bodies. We bind the hand of diabetes, high blood pressure, cancer, all forms, arthritis, hip pain, back pains, the vertebrae, the spine, heart disease, kidney failure, liver disease. We bind up the hardening of arteries. We command the blood to flow freely through the heart, that the heart is functioning properly. There will not be heart attacks or strokes on today, Father God. We come up against multiple sclerosis on tonight, God. Lord, nervous system issues, God, that you will begin to heal the nerves on today, God, that our, that our bodies will line up according to your will on today, God, according to the way that we have been shaped and fashioned after your image and your likeness, God, that we will be pain-free to live on today, God. Lord, we decree strength in our ligaments, in our joints, God, in our bones, God, that they will not lose their density on today, Father God. I thank you for our eyesight, God, that we will see clearly 2020 vision, God, that, Lord, you're correcting, God, and restoring, God, our eyesight on today, God. I thank you that supernaturally our hearing will not decrease, Father God, that Lord, you will keep us at that level to hear efficiently on today, God. I thank you on today, Father God, that you will give us mobility, God, of our limbs, God, that we will walk upright on today, God. Without the aid of assistance of a cane or walkers, God, we won't walk humped over, God, but we will have the straightness of our vertebrae and spine all the days of our life. I bind the hand of the enemy of Alzheimer's and dementia. I command our mind to be focused. I command and our thoughts to be stable. I command us to have a perfect memory, God, of the things that happened five minutes ago, 15 minutes ago, 20 months ago, 16 years ago, God. Let us be able to recall it, God. Let us be able to have the mobility and the functioning of our brain cells on today, God. They will not deteriorate, Father God. They will not begin to fade away, Father God. I decree that we're going to have the ability, God, to take care of ourselves all the days of our life, God. That we will have to have the aid of nurses and assistance, God. But Lord, I thank you we'll be self-sufficient till we're 100 years old, 110 years old, 120 years old, God. However long you see fit for us to live, God, on this earth, I pray that we will be self-sufficient in the name of Jesus, God. I thank you that you will supply all of our needs, God, that you're blessing your people, God, that nothing shall be lacking, God, nothing shall be missing, God. I prophesy that you will live and not die. I prophesy that you will live and not die. I prophesy that you will live and not die. The person that's on the verge of giving up, the person that's on the mental state of breakdown, I bind suicide right now in the name of Jesus. You will not give up your life. You will not take your own life. It does not belong to you. In the name of Jesus, I place the blood of Jesus over every mind, over every thought process. I command you to have stability of mind that your thoughts will think on those things that are just, those things that are good report, those things that are lovely, God. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, let them think on those things according to Philippians 4 and 8. I release it right now in the name of Jesus.
Oh, I bind the spirit of torment. I see the enemy. Somebody's being tormented by the past. I bind the hand of tormenting spirits that come to vex you. They come to make you think that you're not worthy of God's grace and his love. I command you to be free from the shackles of your past. I break every shackle of your past in the name of Jesus. The guilt, the shame, the hurt, the disappointment, the place where you've been illegally touched as a child. I command the wounds to be healed. I command the scars to be mended in the name of Jesus. Every boy, every girl that has been illegally touched in the name of Jesus. I heal the scars and the wounds by the power of the blood of Jesus. Heal right now, Father. Peace in the name of Jesus. Peace in the name of Jesus. Peace in the name of Jesus. And Father God, right now, I declare we have the victory. I declare we have the victory. For by the power of the blood of Jesus, we have the victory because you have given us power over all the powers of the enemy. You said we can tread upon scorpions and serpents and nothing shall by any means hurt us according to Luke 10 and 19. I release it right now by the blood of Jesus. I have the victory. We have the victory. I need you to say it out your mouth. I've got the victory. In the name of Jesus. And it is so. And it is so. And it is so. And it is so. In Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise. My God, my God. Oh, I feel a shifting in the atmosphere. That God is breaking some things right now in the name of Jesus. Reko Shaba Ramba Koroko Saba. Reke Seba, Rekondo Roko Saba, Rema Yedabo Saba, Rema Kelebo Seke. Oh, favor right now, favor right now, favor. Mm, thank you, Jesus. See the needs of your people, God. See the needs of your people, God. Meet every need right now. Ah, Rema Shambo, Roko Ba, Ramba, Kanda, Rema, Deke, Debosaka. Yes, Father. We stand on your word today. We stand on your promises. Yes. My God. <laughs> Listen, I heard this. The man and woman of God sent under the orange and the white on right there. God said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He said he will be with you always. God said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. That God is watching over you. God is covering and protecting you. God is leading and guiding you. God says, stand in this hour. He says, stand in this hour. Stand by faith to believe my word. Stand by faith to believe in the promises that God has already spoken to you. There's some things that God has spoken to you all. Some things that he's given you all. And God said to hold on to it. He's going to see it come to pass. He's going to see it to come to pass 
success in your lives in this season in this hour I decree it by the power of the blood of Jesus that it will manifest itself quickly by the power of the name of Jesus do it for your glory Jesus and God we thank you that they're standing on your word and on your promises God you will never leave them nor forsake them that's what I hear God said he'll never leave you nor forsake you God said he's not gonna leave you nor forsake you he's not gonna leave you nor forsake you he will be with you always yes father thank you Jesus oh God I love you thank you for the peace of God thank you for the peace of God thank you for the peace of God Hallelujah. Mm. God said he's given rest. Somebody's really been worried about some things and stressed out. I don't know who it is, but you've been stressed out and worried about some stuff. God said, take rest in me. He said, take rest in me. He said, I'm your comforter. He said, I'm your comforter. He said, I'm your comforter. I'm your provider. I'm your way maker. God said, take comfort in me and cast your cares upon him for he cares for you. Whoever it may be that's been worried and stressed out about some things, that's been just going, you've been replaying stuff over and over in your mind. God said, cast your cares upon him. I'm telling you, if you lay it at the altar, <laughs> God said, I'm well able to do it. I'm well able to do it. Jesus, I'm well able to do it. For our God is faithful. Our God is faithful. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Pastor, can you can you sing that and we ready we we're ready to go? I promise. Is uh, Hezekiah Walker faithful, faithful, faithful? I can't get the words, but I know you know just a little bit of that. Faithful, faithful, faithful is our God. Yes, that's it. That's it. Uh -huh, that's all I Faithful. <laughs> Come on, Joseph. Faithful. Faithful is our God. Faithful. Faithful. Faithful, faithful, faithful is our God. He's 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 faithful, faithful, faithful is our God
Come on, give God the praise for that. You got to believe it. I'm telling you. I believe that just sealed everything. For God is faithful to us. Amen. Faithful is our God. Amen. We thank God. Amen. Listen, um, we're going to sow a seed and then we're going to get down from the lead down from this place. So if you can get a seed in your hand, whatever it may be, come on, uh, Brother Chance, get a basket real quick. We're just going to sow and we're going to get out of here. After I give the benediction, don't leave. I'm going to dismiss us, but don't leave. I got a special announcement after we dismiss. just going to sow and be a blessing. Amen. As God is leading us on today, we thank God for everything that God is doing in our lives. I'm telling you, God is faithful over his seed. I've been sowing seeds in different places and God has been allowing the harvest to come. Amen. While y'all getting to see together, any first-time guests, I see Sister Sarah has stood up with her um, guests. Any first-time visitors here today, please stand if you're a first-time visitor. So we got one first-time guest. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everybody who sold and gave. We release a hundredfold return on their seed that God's going to bless. Amen. Amen. So, woman of God, welcome to New Covenant Worship Center. We appreciate you uh, joining us today, man. Uh, I would assume that uh, Sister Sarah invited you out, but just give us your name and tell us how you enjoyed the service and, and whatever else you want to tell us. Amen. For you, what's your name? Norma, Norma. right? Norma. Yes. I'm gonna pray for you before you sit down. Amen. But because you made the declaration that you know what, I came looking for a word Amen. and I needed a word and I got the word that I needed. That's the attitude of expectation that we have to have. Yes. 
And so I believe, God, that as you came in here with expectation, that you leave out of here with nothing less than what you came in here looking for. Yes. And that God will grab you, he will give you, and encourage you with everything that you have need of. Just as you share, I'm going to hold on to the word for the course of the week. So, Heavenly Father, we come before you to lift up Sister Norma, God. I ask you to bring forth blessings upon her life, God. I ask you to strengthen her on today, God. I ask you to release your anointing over her life like never before, God. That as she has come, Lord, to receive the word, and she said she got what she needed today, God. I pray that you will encourage and strengthen, God, and add to the word that it will continue to multiply and produce fruit in her life, God. As she leaves this place, God, keep her protected, Father God. Lord, I dispatch angels angels of protection to watch over her God as she goes to and fro throughout the course of this week God and Lord I call for your anointing God that it will protect her God and guide her and lead her on today Father God Lord I speak miracle money over her right now in the name of Jesus God that there will be no lack God there will be nothing missing from her life and that you will meet and supply all of her needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus God I lose faith over her God I lose miracles over her God I lose favor over her right now in the name of Jesus God that Norma will go forth and she will accomplish that which you set her out to do on today Father God and that Lord you will continue Lord to watch over her and bless her hands and everything she touched you allow it to prosper God I ask you to cover her family right now in the name of Jesus how many children you got five kids what, what's the how many boys girls three boys and two girls I decree, I, I just saw your children, I decree a covering over them, a hedge of protection over your children. I don't care if they're from the youngest to the oldest, all five of them, I decree and I call out the power of the blood of Jesus to protect them right now. I ask you to seal them in the blood, God, and those that who may not know you as their Lord and Savior, I call for salvation to them, God, and Lord, I pray that all of them, God, will know you, God, they will be in fellowship with you, Father God, that they will cry out unto you on today, Father God, I place blessings and least blessings over their life God to strengthen to encourage and to uplift God keep them protected Lord as their mother has standed stood in the gap and prayed for them God raise them up God and keep them on today and it's in Jesus name we pray amen and amen hallelujah God is good amen God is good amen hallelujah Thank God for Deacon Jerry, man. Get around on his on his third leg, as he call it. He call it pain, his third leg. Amen. But um, listen, um, continue to keep you know Sister Carolyn in prayer and Deacon Jerry, and you know we thank God for them and their service. But you know, hey, we as you get older, hey, man, things happen. <laughs> and it just. <laughs> But I'm telling you, it's a blessing to get older. Yes. Amen. Yes. A lot of people do not make it. Amen. Right. So I thank God for them and just continue to keep them up in prayer. And God is just doing great things in their life. So listen, uh, I'm going to dismiss. Oh, I'm going to see first. Um, the lady in the orange and the guy, are y'all together? Yes. Okay. Well, come on up and get to see. I don't, I don't. Amen. There's nothing attached to this seed. We just sow randomly, and we the Holy Spirit always sow to you all's life. Y'all be blessed. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. God bless you, man. Amen. Amen.
never know how the Lord will lead you. You got up this morning and said, you know, I'm coming over to New Covenant Worship Center. And you never know what God had planned for you. Amen. I'm telling you, you just got to be led of the Spirit. Amen. You got to be led of God. And God will show you and prove to you. You say, you know what? I'm concerned about you. I know what you need. I know what you have need of. God will make a way out of no way. I'm telling you he will. Yes, he will. And they came in the door right off and he made sure he came here and put a seed in. And he didn't know what God was going to do. Only God knew. I didn't know. God just spoke to me before we told him to take up a seat. But God knows. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, you're worthy, God. You're worthy, God. You're worthy, God. You're worthy, God. The Bible says to rejoice with those who rejoice. Hey, hey. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Aha. We give God the glory. We give God the praise. We give him the honor. Aha. He'll make a way out of nowhere. Won't he will? Won't he do it? When you want it. Amen. Listen, you can stay seated, but I'm going to dismiss. Um, YouTube, Facebook, I appreciate you all for tuning in virtually. I want you to continue to share this, continue to like, comment, and let them know that we're on the air on our Sundays and our Thursday night Bible studies. We appreciate you all uh, who watch near and far. Amen. For those who uh, watch across the uh, country, amen, and tune into our services, amen. We appreciate you. So listen, Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for the word today. Thank you, Lord, for the presence of the atmosphere that's been set in this place. I thank you, Lord, that you've given us life and given us life more abundantly, God. I thank you, Lord, that you're strengthening your people, God, that you're meeting the needs of your people on today, Father. And I pray that you will lead and guide us as we leave this place. I ask for a hedge of protection to surround us, God, and that you will keep us in perfect peace as we keep our minds stayed on you on today, Father, God. I release life. I release hope, God. I call for unexpected income throughout this week, God. Promotion, increase, God. Those who are seeking employment, God, open up those doors on today, God. And I pray for favor and strength on today. God, that you will cover us in your blood, and we thank you, we praise you, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. amen. I got a real quick announcement. It's going to be real quick, so um, don't, move. don't move. 